Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. So, before we dive in, just wanted to invite you all again to the Songwriter Theory Mastermind Facebook group. Um... Love to have more of you join. I just saw Grace joined. Uh, so welcome, Grace. Um, and, you know, the more people that join, the merrier, because we'll be able to get some good discussions going, uh, be able to give each other some some feedback on music, maybe, that each other's writing, all sorts of cool stuff. Cool stuff. And even, uh, you know, the earlier you jump on, the you'll just be one of very few people and then that means that prime access to me really um so if you wanted to ask me a question directly there is uh always my email which is joseph at songwritertheory.com but certainly this songwriter theory mastermind would also be a great way to communicate directly with me should you be interested in asking me uh any questions directly or if you wanted to request that I do a podcast and blog on something specific. Uh, so again, that's at facebook.com slash groups slash songwriter theory mastermind. All one word, no hyphens, no nothing. So it's crazy how close we are to 50, 50 podcasts. When I, when I was just making the, uh, making the recording file basically for this podcast. It blew my mind when I looked at it. I'm like, 45. We are five away from hitting 50, which is pretty exciting because uh, this has become a weekly tradition for me, but it has been less than a year. Um, it won't. This podcast won't hit a year old until December 12th or something like that. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, it's been fun so far, and hopefully it will only get more fun. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about something that I think is really helpful, and that is three indispensable online songwriting tools. Now, that doesn't mean these tools are specifically for songwriting. It's just online tools that we as songwriters can utilize. And, you know, you may have a sense that, or or almost an obligation, that you should, you know, still write with a pencil and paper, and that you should have notebooks filled with random song notes, and and, and sort of have this almost old-timey mindset where you think that in order to get the best stuff, you have to write it down on paper, and you can't use any online tools, and you can't use technology, um... And I don't. I just don't think that's true. I don't think utilizing utilizing tools that we have access to is just smart, right? Like as a software developer, we don't think, "Oh, I shouldn't have to Google that." So let me just spend three hours of our company's time trying to figure it out myself when I could just Google it and know in five minutes, right? Like obviously, it's better for everyone to Google it, find out how to do it quickly, and then do it. And it just makes it so that. What's really important, right, getting the code out, or in this case, writing a great song, isn't hindered by just unnecessary things. 
And at some point, if you don't allow yourself to use tools that are given to you, um, you're, you're really just holding yourself back for no reason, but for the sake of it or for the sake of some antiquated view. Now, note this though, what I, what I am not saying is if you're the type of person where you just feel you write better, you get in the creative zone a little better when you're working on, I don't know, yellow notepad paper as compared to looking at a blank document, um, you know, a blank word document or something, then by all means do that. That's not, that's not what I'm saying here. That's not what I'm hating on. I'm all for that. I tried that for a long time. Eventually I stopped, but I'm actually thinking about picking that up again. Uh, just, just to see, just see if the change up makes some level of difference. Um, cause just like I, I've talked before about, you know, sometimes if you sit at the piano, you might get nothing when it comes to inspiration for an hour, hours, many hours, days, weeks, but then you just shift to a guitar, all of a sudden you're inspired or even just shift then to an electric guitar, change the guitar effect. And now you're inspired. So I'm a big fan of changing context in order to sort of just give yourself a new setting to, to a new avenue in order to be inspired. So I'm all for that. So I just want to clarify that is not what I'm saying with this. I'm not saying you uh, can't use pencil and paper. I'm not saying you can't <clears throat> use um, more old-fashioned tools. There is nothing wrong with that. Just you shouldn't feel the need to do that. So what is the first tool? The first one is rhymezone.com. It's all one word, rhymezone, uh, like a zone that rhymes. Com. And I think this site is really great for <clears throat> finding rhymes, in case that's not obvious. And I've, you know, I've, I've been on the record to say that I strongly believe that rhyming lyrics is often unnecessary and sometimes even harmful. But sometimes we do want to rhyme lyrics, or even often we want to rhyme lyrics. So in that case... Rhymezone.com is a super helpful tool for that. And what I like about it is you can enter a word and then it will give you matches, but it matches on different levels. So for example, if you put in a word, it will give you all the words that rhyme that are one syllable in a group. And then it will give you all the words that rhyme that are two syllables in a group, all the way down to however many syllables of a word, or even phrases, uh, that it has. So you have lots of different options by syllable, and it's grouped that way. It also sort of gives you a idea of the strength of rhyme. I believe the words are bold if it's a very strong rhyme. And if it's an, a normal rhyme, it's, you know, regular font, and I think it's like italics if it's eh, kind of a rhyme, but a little questionable. Um, so, so it sort of gives you the level of rhyme, and, and all this is easy to see. So you can easily see, okay, the two-syllable section, bold words, or, or whatever it is, uh, strong rhymes. And this is just a great way, so instead of just sitting around and thinking, what rhymes with, you know, I don't know, song? You should the song is pretty easy, so you probably can think of like twenty off the top of your head. But not all songs, are, not all words, are that easy. So in that case, uh, having having a tool like RhymeZone can be really helpful. And also sometimes you might commit to a word too early, 
and you know you need to rhyme with this word, and it's a word like orange that doesn't really have a rhyme. And with rhyme zone, you know that right away. So you know that uh, if you're going to keep with this rhyme scheme you have, you're going to have to change the word. And all of that's really helpful because really, like, your ability of a songwriter and 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 the art of songwriting has nothing to do with how quickly you can figure out whether something rhymes or not or what rhymes with something. And having a tool like this is going to open you to more possibilities so that instead of just always rhyming night with light, you know, you, you can look it up and, and figure out all the other word options you have to rhyme with night or light or something else where... You know, sometimes in songwriting, there are certain rhymes that are just eye-roll worthy because we know what's coming. Uh, not that you can't use those. I'm pretty sure... Yes, I'm pretty sure I've done Night and Light before. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just, you know, we don't want all of our rhymes to keep defaulting to the easy, no-brainer um, standards, if you will, the, the commonplace rhymes. And rhymezone.com is going to help you to avoid that and to be able to, to, to utilize other rhymes and to think of words that you might not otherwise think of. And if you click on the words, it will even give you the definition of some words. So you can, you can, uh, sort of filter through and be like, okay, well, I see this word rhymes, but I don't really know what this means. Let me figure out if this meaning can be used in the song and then bury even deeper, which that part is usually not going to be as helpful because you already know what meaning you want and the probability that it's a synonym is not super high, which is where this second tool comes in, which is thesaurus.com. This website is... This might be my favorite tool as of late um, because for me I just love getting really precise words and we're all gonna or maybe we aren't all going to but um, it's easy to start with prose with easily understood uh, obvious language and for the most part we want our lyrics to not be something where people are having to take out the dictionary to figure out what we're saying and what the words mean. But that being said, sometimes we want to dive a little deeper into a word. And if you'll remember, or if you have been tracking with us since, well, I guess it was 15 podcasts ago now, uh, because I believe it was episode 30, the iterative lyric writing process, which I still stand by being possibly the best or, or single most helpful podcast yet, I, w I would say. Um, maybe not. Probably depends on who you are. Uh, if you're strong lyrically and not as much with music theory, then you probably would not agree with that. Um, but as far as lyrics, it's, it's, it's for me, it's made a profound difference. Um, so I'll give you a, a brief um, description in case you're new to us. Uh, and a little refresher if you did listen in before, which, so the iterative lyric writing process is basically the idea that you're not throwing out everything like a verse at a time. So if you don't like your second verse, you're not necessarily throwing out the whole verse and you're being patient with iteratively, which means, um, sort of through the process of going over it over and over and over and over again, uh, incrementally making it better. So instead of pressuring yourself that like, you know, I'm on the second draft of the song and you 
sort of rip it all apart and make a second draft and then you make a third draft. Instead of that, you sort of, you know, look over your lyrics and be like, okay, what's the weakest section? How, and then how can I make that better? You know, it, maybe the, first you do it by section. So you say, my second verse is weak. So you slowly make that better by changing what you're saying because you feel like the second verse is just repeating the first verse and you want to say something different. And then, you know, maybe one of the th four lines you really don't like. So you keep changing that line until you like that. And then where thesaurus.com really comes in handy is at the word level. You see a word and you're like, this is correct, but I want a more precise word. I want a better word. I want a word that's more evocative uh, than the word that I have. And I give some examples of that because I take you through, I think, 10 different iterations of a, a lyric that I wrote um, and how I use the lyric writing, the iterative lyric writing process in Podcast 30. So go, be sure to check that out if you haven't. Um, but thesaurus.com is a great tool for that. Because, uh, for example, and I believe this is the same example uh, that I used in that podcast, I had the word pain. Um, I believe the line was, I know the pain of a lonely heart. Um, and I thought, pain is correct, but there is a specific, pain is kind of generic, right? It, it, it doesn't tell you that much. It just says, it, it's just pain, right? Like, it's not... It gives you no no sense of what kind of pain. It's it's sort of the general word when it comes to uh, pain, really. Really, like, like 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 pain's sort of the standard word. So I wanted something more precise, and I used the thesaurus.com to find grief and ache, and I ended up sticking with ache because the ache of a lonely heart is really really to me what I thought was most precise. That feeling of, of, of loneliness just being sort of an ache in your heart, to me, in my experience, uh, was, was the most um, correct, I guess. Uh, I, I, I would consider that feeling of, of sort of subtle loneliness an ache. Uh, and thesaurus.com is what allowed me to find that word. And, you know, I know the ache of a lonely heart to me is a much, much better line than I know the pain of a lonely heart. I know the pain of a lonely heart is fine. It's, it's, it's a solid lyric. Um, but ache just brings it to that next level. And even grief would have been uh, better than pain, I think. Uh, but ache to me is, was, the, was the perfect word. And a tool like thesaurus.com is going to make that just so, so much easier. You'll be able to find more words. And, and from there, you, you, can, you can dig in deeper. So say you get to the word ache, and then you're like, ah, yeah, this is a little bit more what I'm talking about. And then you click on ache, and then it'll take you to synonyms of ache, which might be slightly different than the synonyms of pain, uh, because it's sort of a different side to pain. Um, so you can you can sort of bury a little bit deeper. So thesaurus.com is a great tool, especially for that last step of iterative lyric writing where you're doing it by word. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, and if there's one tool out of these three that I really think you, you just have to try, it's it's got to be thesaurus.com. And the last one, uh, there are two main things I want for my song lyrics. I want them to be organized, and I want them to be available. Uh, because I want to be able to find them at any given point in time. 
I hate the days of when I had like four notebooks of lyrics and I had to, you know, shuffle through the pages and try to figure out where I was writing that one song. I hate that. Uh, it's cool to have the notebooks full of it, but it's, it's just an annoying process. Like I shouldn't have to spend time just finding the lyrics. I, if I, if I'm in a writing mood, I want to be able to write right now. Um, and available, you know, I, I, I don't like the situation where, you know, if you're at work and you don't have your writing notebooks with you, or, you know, maybe, maybe you're, you went to the beach today and you didn't, naturally, you didn't bring your notebooks full of writing. Uh, so that stuff bothers me. I, I want it to always be available. I want it to be organized. And for me, the best tool for that is very simple. It's just Google Drive. Now you can use OneDrive if you want. Or you can use, you know, a Dropbox or something like that. But for me, I think Google Drive just has it all right there. It's great for desktop. It actually has, you know, a Google Doc is a thing. So unlike, um, for example, an issue that you can have with Dropbox is, say, you have an iPhone. Uh, Dropbox alone is probably not going to be able to open the Word doc. You also need, if you're using a Word doc, within Dropbox, um, you also need the app to open the Word doc. So you need more than one app. It's not all built to work seamlessly together. Uh, with Google Drive, you just download Google Drive and you're ready to go. And I love that. I love that I, I can put, I have an Android, so it's even more convenient. But, you know, I, I pull up my Android, I can click on Google Drive, go to my folder um, for my lyrics, and go to my subfolder that has the specific lyrics I want to work on. And, and even if I'm laying in bed and I don't even want to go get my computer or even don't have a laptop, uh, if you don't even have a laptop, you can just access it on your cell phone and do some songwriting right there in bed. Uh, you know, if you're at work, if you're at the beach, no matter where you are, you're pretty much going to have your cell phone on you. And even if you don't, if you have access to any computer whatsoever, you can log into Google and there, there you have it. It's there. It's not files that you're storing on a computer. It's stored on the cloud. So in which you can access from any internet accessing device, uh, which is why I love Google drive. I also love the capacity for organization. So for me personally, I have a completed folder, which is any song that I, you know, has been recorded uh, and probably and released maybe songs that I consider done. Um, that I, I consider I'm done with the songwriting process. It's the lyrics won't change, and and that doesn't necessarily mean that it will stay true. I might try to, you know, if there's a song that I think oh, I wrote that when I was. 15 and it's actually pretty decent outside of a couple cringe lyrics because well I was 15 and let me just try to rework it to make it uh, better because I think it has a lot of potential uh, so I can always pull it out of the completed folder but I also have a backlog folder which is songs that I, I say to myself I'm not really working on this now it's not a top priority but this is a song that eventually I, I think has has potential and I'm eventually going to finish and then um, <clears throat> I also have it organized by sort of the project. So for example, I have a keeping memories EP folder because that's the upcoming solo EP that I'm, that I'm doing. So if I need to look at the lyrics, you know, just practice singing along with the songs or just want to work on the lyrics a little bit more, tighten them up. Uh, I'm not actually done writing the lyrics for one of the songs. Um, so in those cases, I, you know, I have a folder for that. It's right there. 
and and it just helps with organization and being to access super quickly whatever lyrics I need, uh, which is just really helpful. You know, you shouldn't have to spend time just looking for your lyrics. You shouldn't have to, you know, run around the house looking for where, you know, where's that notebook that I wrote that lyric down? Or even worse, if the only thing around when you were inspired was the back of an of an envelope that was a part of, you know, was a bill, and then, you know, your spouse th- throws it, threw it away. Um, that's, you know, you just don't want that situation. And it's pretty hard to lose a Google Doc. Um, technically, I guess it could happen, but with all the backup and stuff that, that Google has, uh, it's incredibly unlikely. Now, I do recommend backing it up uh, locally as well, uh, just in case. Um, or in case Google finally fully reveals how they are a, a questionable company and just shuts things down and, uh, for some sort of power trip or political message or something stupid. Um, that way you're protected. Not that I expect that to happen, but uh, in general, to entrust everything to one company is a dangerous game to play. Uh, so I do not recommend that. But all three of these tools are tools I stand by, I use all the time, and I think are super helpful. Uh, so again, it's rhymezone.com for finding rhymes, thesaurus.com uh, for figuring out uh, synonyms. You also can use it for antonyms and other things, although um, that, to me, is not as helpful as the synonyms feature, which is the standard for thesaurus.com. And then Google Drive. Or really anything else that is online cloud storage of documents, which is incredibly helpful. Um, and those three will be super useful to you. So I hope those are helpful to you. And again, if you haven't, go ahead and join our Songwriter Theory Mastermind. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash Songwriter Theory Mastermind so that we can all have discussions around podcasts and around uh, songwriting and anything else that you guys want to talk about. If you guys have questions for me, I will be able to <clears throat> I will be able to answer those questions, and it will uh, help to make our our group that much tighter, and will allow us to build some relationship too, which is always good. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on 10 proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.